One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're back with the Luke and Pete. It's a Thursday. Lukey Moore, how have you been enjoying our newfound freedoms? Have you gone to the pub? Have you uh, rolled around on the ground uh, with <laughs> six of your friends in the park? What have you been up to? Lovely old job. It's rolling around the ground, not allowed, because I'm in big trouble if it isn't. <laughs> I, don't know. I think forward rolls are fine. Cartwheels, a big no-no, because that is spraying some sputum all over the gaff. I can't is. do a cartwheel. I mean, you, I think I think you know I can't do a cartwheel. There's there's a scene in the US office where Creed says his dream is to one day do one perfect cartwheel. Uh, and I can't remember where I was uh, with my partner, and I said, I'm going to do one perfect cartwheel. Harder than you remember, the old cartwheels. Oh, I remember exactly Harder how hard it is. That they're so... I'm so much heavier than I was as a child, and yeah. I was out of breath just doing one cartwheel. You just kind of... Awful. I think the thing about it is, also, I think you just kind of calcify and become more dense as you get older. So don't worry about <laughs> what the scales tells you for yeah. lots of different reasons. But I think the older you get, just the more dense you get anyway. There must yeah. be something in that, because I've, is, I always feel really heavy. What is, the, what is the whole deal about when I get up, I'm like a certain amount? of weight I'm, I, on the scales I'm a certain weight and then during the day I sort of oscillate between two lower numbers and then go back up again oh, really? in the evening <laughs> it's I don't know. really I, I, weird I, I thought you were going to say the opposite and I was going to say oh, it's because of you put taking on food and water yeah and stuff. that's what I, do, I don't understand why, how I can lose so like a considerable amount maybe it's just my scales are broken but I just can't figure it out I um, sort of oscillate between two different numbers when you start to go on like a fitness regime or you start to go into like a calorie deficit <clears throat> to lose mm. weight you lose a really quick amount usually quite a lot quickly because I think your body's starting to readjust because you lose a lot of water which is being retained and you lose a lot of food so basically you go for like shits and stuff and that's why you can lose quite a bit in the first few days and then it starts yeah. to even itself out and after a couple of weeks you kind of hit, hit a thing where your body starts to get used to it and you don't lose weight as quick but I think they do say to you if you are monitoring your weight via the scales you should weigh yourself at the same time each, that each time because otherwise mm. it's going to fluctuate like, like wildly you know Mm. Weird. Why are you trying to lose weight anyway, Dawson? There's nothing of you, mate. Because I'm cracking off for 12 stone, mate, and that is not good for someone who's five foot eight. <laughs> that is, I got, I got high blood pressure. That's not good. Um, but I am finding that my little elliptical trainer played a bit of football last week, the week before. Felt fine. Felt fine before it. Felt fine after it. Felt fine during. Um, it must be doing something. I'm not losing any weight, but I'm certainly um, <clears throat> feeling a little fitter. Feeling like I've good. sort of done stuff. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing. Um, I'm not sure if I've told you this before, but I'm doing regular personal training with Laura Kirk of Berkhamsted Revisited slash Revisiting. Oh right, and she okay. is so... an absolute hard ass. 
<laughs> what is she doing? Is she leading the uh, the personal training? Yeah, so she she's a, she qualifies a personal trainer as well. Right. And um, because throughout lockdown you were able to visit one person, see one person outside your household bubble for exercise, mm. I was able to meet her outside and do like high intensity interval training and stuff. But uh. the thing is, she is obviously shorter than me and slimmer than me, but mm. she's about fifty times harder than me. So mm. she, you just have to do it. She, she basically she's really good at it because she doesn't take any shit basically yeah and so i've been doing that regularly since the turn of the year now so um in terms of fitness i don't feel unfit i went for a run last weekend knocked off about 7k fairly easily not any great pace or whatever because i'm not a very fast runner but i can do it and so um yeah fitness was i feel okay but i'm the same as you i think you you our, our lifestyles have changed so markedly since what's happened that i think in a normal working day for example pre-pandemic I'd knock off 10,000 steps easily because I'd be going to the office and coming home again and it's just mm. it's just part of your base your base level isn't it and now it's impossible to manufacture that unless you actively go outside to fucking build up those steps which is mm. really hard because you're not doing it for any particular reason so you've got to squeeze it into the day etc etc so I think it is really difficult I'm pushing on for 16 stone and I'm, I know I'm 6'3 mm. but I mean even so it's still quite a lot and so it's difficult to, to keep it up really I think everyone's had their life changed quite a, quite a lot I put together some flat pack furniture last week in the uh, in the office and uh, I'm quite tired after it I bet <laughs> It was only like three planks of wood. I was like, this is really tiring. I don't like it. What were you building? Can... That shelf? That shelving unit? Uh, yeah, shelving unit. Yeah, yeah. Just looks pretty to... good, though. I saw it yesterday. I've got my trinkets on there. I think I reckon I could be a really good set... Um, not a set designer, but, you know... Set dresser? Well, yeah, I guess a set dresser, because I've got a lot of shit in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like a you typewriter. Your interview. If, if, if somebody went, if somebody went, Peter, have you got a typewriter, a vintage typewriter? I go, yes, I've got a vintage typewriter. Peter, have you got a, um, a an iMac from two thousand? I'll say yes, I've got one of those. You're yeah. like old man, step blue one. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, have you got like a little weird Chinese baby your friend bought you from Chinatown around the corner from your house? Yes, I've got one of those. Um, I, I've just got a lot of trinkets and bits and bobs, and I can sort of take any set on a journey east or west you should present second. you should present to me every Luke and Pete show a new thing from your garage and talk me through <laughs> it but that is how most um, interviews for jobs as set dresses start they say right well they tell us exactly how you'd be so good at this job and mm. you start by saying well basically I've got a lot of shit in my garage and <laughs> I think it'll come in really handy and then you put yeah. the quiz over to them ask me anything any item and I bet you I've got it and they say yeah. uh, have you got a multi-pack of unsold toothbrushes and you say yes I have have you got um, a briefcase with an LED display on it yes I have mm. have you got a model of a um, satellite and you say yes and mm. it carries on forever oh, yeah. so what yeah, have you taken yeah. from the garage and put in our office the office that we share what have you taken from your garage and put in there to be honest only three things a, uh, a Zentac or Zatac uh, old Soviet um, camera uh, a typewriter a little Chinese baby 
uh, and a couple of and a couple of books that sum up a couple of things, like, you know, a couple of projects we work on, like okay. a, a fil- filmy one. That could have been worse. Japan one. That could have been worse. It could have been what It could have been. It could have been, been me going. You know what? I'm moving out soon, so let's get rid of a lot of shit. I didn't do that. I just got some 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 choice little trinkets that would uh, you know add something to the to the general. Uh, the the general circumstance of the office, I suppose. <laughs> and um, and how is the house move going? By the way, I meant to ask you about that. Oh, visited visited it. Uh, turned out the I think I spoke about it before. Turned out the the, the severe uh, was a bit mad. He was very obsessed with um, radiators that he said didn't work, but then we came around and said and they did work. Um, so yeah, it's all, all full steam ahead. I've got to get uh, I got to get a Sparky around to check out the wires. I got to get uh, yeah, if, it's, if an electrician is Sparky, what's a what's a what's a um, uh, a gas fitter? What's he called? Oh, a pipey? A smelly? Pipey boy? A pipey smelly? I don't know. I thought yeah. you were going to say carpenter because I was like, yes, I know that chippy. Chippy, yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so I've got to get that sorted out, and I think I think I know. I think we're all golden to be honest I've, I've discovered that they've got a cat5 uh, network cable going from the um outside little outhouse kind of studio thing to the in- in- indoor i was quite excited about that oh that was your equivalent of alan partridge putting the dining room table out going yes it's an extender yes, it's an extender <laughs> fantastic so you're gonna have your own little outhouse office as well gonna have a little out- outhouse office um that will probably be quite cold and probably quite loud but hopefully um it might sound a little bit better than this room. So, Luke and Pete Shaw, a go go, my friend. You sound fine to me, mate. I'll be looking forward yeah. to seeing you with a new background. It's always good. Um, mm. I'm, I've got some news. Do you want to hear it? Mm. I would like to hear some news. I'm going to the pub tomorrow. Oh, Luke Moore. Friday night pub party with Luke Moore. I'm going after work. About, then? I've got a meeting at four. Once that's finished, I'm going to the pub. I've booked him with my friend Jimmy. He's local pub. It's not going to be very busy. Mm. It's all very well... Um, geared up for COVID protocols. I went there last time the pubs were open outside. Mm. Had a lovely time. Had a good few pints of Guinness. Nice table. Little patio yep. heater if needed. Uh, he has put the hours in at that local to say the least so he gets very well treated <laughs> and I'll come along as a part of that. Oh, fantastic. So basically, I'll be a day tripper that everyone's going to be pissed off about but I won't be seen as one which is perfect for me really. Nice, I like it. So how, how did you manage to sort of get in? Did, did, did Jimmy sort of sort it out himself? He booked or? it up. No, he booked it up properly above board. Um, right, okay. Nice. Um, he based, I think he might have booked himself in every day this week. <laughs> <laughs> but Look, because, it's been a while, and I think that the Europeans are laughing at us, the French are, are giggling at us because. Uh, oh, they always are, aren't they? Bloody all, French. We're all, we're all waiting when they're not, when they're not having a, a, a truck driver blockade. Yeah. And they're criticising the uh, British for uh, wanting to go back in the post. But apparently, yeah, we're all waiting for the pubs to open. And we are, we are all waiting for Why the are they criticising us on the week that um, our sweet prince passed away? <laughs> DMX. Oh, we're a republic now. DMX. Pathetic. Yeah, exactly. We know how much we love DMX. I actually added, I actually added um, Rough Riders Anthem to my uh, everyday playlist on Spotify. Well, the, the um, tribute, the tribute. I think it's what he would have wanted. To it's be what he would have wanted, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, so anyway, pub will be good. I, I've, I've not, I've yet to be convinced by the people who say that you can get a good pint of Guinness in a can these days. For me, it's not quite the same. I want a Guinness poured into a pint glass, and I want to be able to drink it in a pub. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm. I would very much enjoy drinking a nice big sort of Stella Artois in a walkabout. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. Or a Weatherspoon. Or what, no, I'm not really whether. What, what's the? Am I allowed as a as a as a as a weak uh, um, sort of wet boy? Am I allowed to enjoy a walkabout? Who are they owned by? Well, they're both got dirty pipes. 
<laughs> walk about in Wethersbridge with both put dirty pipes in my opinion so yeah well I mean very much in your opinion uh, as a, a, as a wet oh yeah because I'm not saying that I probably can't say that I can I as a, as, a, as, a, as a wet boy what do you mean by a wet boy oh like you're not that's old because you're very liberal things. worries about things oh I who's walk about tisky. owned by is what you're saying right like, yeah exactly who they own by because we don't because like, obviously but there are so many options with the, with the common British pub we, we don't have to go to uh, a walkabout we don't have to go to Wethersbridge do we we can make an ethic or yeah. s- semi-ethical choice. It's, it's owned by a. Um, as of 2016, apparently it's owned by a, a, um, a, capital, a venture capital company, I guess. Um, oh, well. By the person who they've still, never done anything wrong. They also own <laughs> slug and lettuce, apparently. Don't mind a slug and lettuce. Do great food options usually. But, what I I, but can I just say what I do is whenever I find something that you like for the purpose of this show, I put the mm. name of the thing that you like into Google, followed by the words ownership controversy, controversy. <laughs> <laughs> see what comes up. Uh, but apparently they were just bought out because they were making a loss. I don't think there's anything contro- controversial there. Too many. Someone found a slug in their food. Awful. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think people, many people actively... Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't think many people other than Australians under the age of 25 actually actively seek out a walkabout, do they? No, but I'm just saying that that's what I would like. I would like a cold uh, Stella or cheap lager in a walkabout and I want to watch um, some hurling on the telly. <laughs> Right, okay. So you want to go to... You were talking about O'Neill's then, really, aren't you? Yeah, I guess so. We're hurling or Ameri- Aussie Rules football, whatever. I'll, I'll take anything. Ice hockey. I'll watch ice hockey in a sticky floored walkabout um, with a lot of shouting people. There's a Canadian <laughs> one. There's it. a Canadian one called the Maple Leaf, isn't there, in town as well? Oh, is that the but one But that's not a chain, like, I don't think. Is that the one next to the um, South African shop? Is yes, it is. It's sort of in sort of um, sort of Covent Garden. It's Covent Garden, yeah. It's in Covent Garden. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. I can't, the last time I went to Maple the Maple Leaf, right? Uh, it would have been for those of you who are listening, you aren't familiar with London. It's in Covent Garden, which is like one of the central shopping districts districts in London. You wouldn't go there, I don't think, necessarily, if you were a Londoner for a few beers because it'd be really busy and it's expensive. But anyway, I was there because I was early for a meeting, so mm. I went into the pub. Um, and took to just to kill a half an hour and it was about probably 2pm and the first thing I saw in the maple leaf was sick on the floor <laughs> it's a great start it's a great start to the day now I'm not suggesting they don't clean things up properly I imagine it only just happened and they weren't being negligent mm. or anything like that but it was the first thing I saw well, I understand it can happen in the pub but at 2 in the afternoon on like a Wednesday <laughs> I thought that was a bit much I think I think that's a great idea. Like, do all of your heavy drinking in the morning, vomit at two o'clock in the afternoon, get your head down for a few hours. Good point. Have, a, have another day of it yeah. in the evening. That's two days of it. Have you been nice. hanging out? Have two you been hanging out of Alan Brazil? <laughs> oh lordy right um, let's hit ad break we got some emails to get through because you guys have been good enough to give give us your time and uh, chuck over your dispatches um, we'll be back in a second with more of that hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Join us on the Football Ramble as we explore the ridiculous world of football. We bring in-depth analysis of the biggest moments, like Bruno Fernandes' one-eyed penalties. Sounds like a Metallica song. Yeah, it does. <laughs> obviously, like... with one eye open. <laughs> but if you have one eye closed, you know your perception. So imagine yeah. if you tried the dink and it just like went like two feet in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> Every weekday, we cover the good, the bad, and the Newcastle. Although Shelby wasn't surprised either. He said the way they play isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't fucking beat him, could you? Could Shelby be the mole? <laughs> Bruce accused the mole of treason. <laughs> <laughs> to the Geordie Nation. Yeah. Putting the football world to rights. If you want to put a message on a t-shirt under your shirt, slag yeah. it off your mind. Yeah. That is an absolute minefield in the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, lads, I'll put it in another language. Do you know how many languages that man speaks? Not with Roy. Yeah. <laughs> with Roy. We're here with the biggest stories from the sport we love, and we want you to get involved too. Search the Football Ramble on your favourite podcast player to listen now. This was a Stakhanov production. Oh, Lukey Moose just coughed a lung up. It is the Luke and Pete Show. We're back with your emails. If you want to get in touch with this show, the Luke and Pete Show, whenever you fancy, 24-7, our lines are open and our operators are waiting for your emails. It's uh, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. You can also get in touch via Twitter at Luke and Pete Show. And um, we got uh, an email from uh, Pilot Neil. Pilot Neil, who got back in touch, Lukey Moore. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. do this, and then I'm going to do the battery brands, so I've got to do that on a Thursday, or the listeners get annoyed Oh, you know what, me. well, all right, we'll do the battery brands first, because that's something we always have to get get through on a Thursday. Okay, fine, all right, I'll do that now, then. I was just making a bit of note, I was just making a note of something, but I had to do it on a piece of kitchen roll, because I had no paper, and it's taken me <laughs> oh, ages. Oh, no. Um, right, battery brands, here we go. Um, ben Salvage, Peter, can you let me know if you think any of these are a new player Ben Salvage hello to you Ben has sent in some judo batteries judo judo I think they are new <laughs> I think they are new I don't recall a judo I, the idea of like a battery in like a like a white kind of smock throwing another <laughs> battery through a window fantastic yeah so that is a new player entering the game well done to you Ben um, Maja whose name she always emails in and I always pronounce her name wrong I'm very sorry Maja if it's Maya or Major I'm, I'm, whatever you know who you are thank you very much for getting in touch um, she sent in a set of pink Tadiran batteries Pete. that's Tadiran T-A-D-I-R-A-N Tadiran yeah that's a new player for me that is a new player put it in the new player box I don't think that's Maja's, Maja's uh, first uh, new player either well done to her and um, Dan Letts um, has sent in Tinko batteries that I don't think are new players <laughs> and um, 
Zingli, X-L-I-N-G-L-I, Zlingli. Zlingli? I think they are new. Zlingli sounds new. Um, Tinkor sounds like uh, like a British company trying to sound like a, 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 a like a, 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 a Chinese giant, you know, or, 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 a, or a Japanese <laughs> yeah. giant. Do you not know think? Yeah, it I do. Like the TV show Tinkor. Yeah, I do. So I'm going to give you Zlingli, um, Dan. But we're not going to give you Tinkor. So three new players, though. Well done. A very good yield, Pete. It's over to you and Pilot Neil. Yes, Pilot Neil's got in touch with the show. Uh, dear Luke, dear Pete, just checking in as a response to your recent mention of Cocaine Bear a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. As I believe it was in response to that story I first got involved uh, with this foul jamboree. Picking up on your hypothesis that aircraft get bumped around in clouds because they're full of snow and rain, it's more because the fact that some clouds are formed by vertical movements of air, and it's those updrafts and downdrafts that we feel as turbulence as we fly through them. I think we've had turbulence um, described to us or explained to us about 15 times on <laughs> yeah, we just we will not learn. No, it can be a little uncomfortable, so we do our best to avoid them using the uh, weather radar. Like most people, I'm not doing much actual flying at the moment. The only reason it is uh, I was in the simulator is because, uh, as a minimum, captains are required to do one takeoff and one landing every 35 days, just to keep things ticking over. Fortunately, these simulators are so realistic nowadays that they can be used to fulfil that requirement. I've had a tootle around on Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator recently. How'd you get I flew, on? I uh, took off from Haneda Air airport in Tokyo uh, and then crashed my plane into Venfra Kofu's uh, um, stadium in Kofu. Why'd you do um, that? Some, I uh, was trying to get closer. I have a little peek. Um, as <laughs> Pilot like says, from the Costa Concordia. <laughs> just want to have a little peek. As for who my employer is, well, Pete actually outed me on the pod a few years ago using my mall <laughs> or using a mall within the organisation to check my credentials. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> I don't remember doing that. Um, Search is the research that obviously goes into the show. Thanks as ever for all your hard work. Now go book some flights, will you, Pilot Neil? Pilot Neil yeah. will certainly be doing that oh, as soon <laughs> as we possibly can. There's a lesson here for we're not allowed to. There's a lesson here for all of our listeners. If you get too close to us, we will. Find out potentially sensitive Dox information you. about your job and yeah. follow you on Instagram and, and let out exactly what you're doing to all of our listeners. <laughs> Sorry about that, Neil. Uh, sorry, Neil. Yeah. You'll be all right, mate. It's fine. Um, I like Neil on Instagram. He's a great follow. I enjoy following him. Um, mm. Okay, what about this from James Harmer? Who, and by the way, to Pilot Neil, don't leave it another six months before you email us again. Bloody hell. We've mm. run out of pilots at this rate. Um, <laughs> James Harmer has emailed in with a very interesting... Um, topic and I'm I've mm-hmm. actually got this um, this is all going to become clear so he says he's an avid listener to the show and he loves how the show evolves but in other ways stays exactly the same which I'm taking as a dig um, uh, yeah but anyway he says it occurs to him over his time listening that he might be the Australian version of Pete Donaldson right right okay and he's listed 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11 behaviours which make him like you Right now, what I'd like to do, Peter. Don't I know you're looking at the email as well. But what I'd like to do is I would like to you to attribute a points value to each of these behaviours because you're the right. authority here, and then we'll total up James's points total at the end and give him a mark out of. Um, in fact, you know what? Because there's eleven, we could probably just give him a mark out of nine for each one, and okay. then yeah. we'll see how many. Out, effectively, it'll be out of ninety-nine, but effectively out of a hundred, how many? How many points percentage-wise he is like you? All right? Yep, that works for me. Okay, so I'll listen to you once, one at a time, and each one you give a mark out of nine, okay? Okay, cool. First one. Doesn't like food fetishization. What do you mark that out of nine? 
Uh, I think that's I think that's a pretty good kind of like connection to me. I think that's an eight for me. An eight, okay. Mm. Uh, number two, loves a fizzy lager. That's an eight as well. That, that that sums me up quite nicely. Lager doesn't like to arse about with food too much. So these are these are all picked answer behaviours that he yeah. thinks he sees in himself. Number mm. three, he always needs an antacid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I've not had quite as many recently as I have in the past. So okay. I'm, I'm putting that down to about a five. Okay, no problem. Five. Number four, he's a certified Japanophile. Loves all things Japan. Yeah, okay, that's a nine. That's right up there. Okay, yeah. still there. That's been consistent. Mm, he's getting high points here. James says, I don't like putting people out and I'm always overly polite. Uh, <laughs> that's a yeah, nine that's, for me. That's, that's, yeah, that, that, that's up there, yeah. yeah. Nine? I'm so polite, I'm rude. I know, I think I agree with that. Um, <laughs> number, this is number six. I use my oven as a cupboard. You don't do that anymore, do you? Don't do that anymore. I use my oven as an oven. I'm proud that that's, I, the that's a two. That's a two. That's the old <laughs> uh, finds it Finds himself uncomfortable in shops. Yeah, yeah, always uncomfortable in shops. Hate being there, hate the people who work there, just hate everything about it. You would not see me outside Primark on Monday. No. Everyone's complaining about all those people outside Primark. Why is everyone having to go at people buying socks and pants in Primark? It's all very weird. What are you giving us for my money? What are you giving Sorry, out a nine? Um, that's, uh, that's an eight. That's an eight as well. Yeah, I agree. I've been in the shop with you. I think that's mm. fair. Um, yeah. Loves Chinese food. Loves a succulent Chinese yes, meal. Yes, nine, please. Nine. No, yeah, still this nine. guy is, it could possibly be the Australian me, definitely. Uh, well, we're going to find out. He says he, he always leaves his Airbnb or his hotel spotless. Yeah, clean as a clean as a pin was a recent uh, review from me about me rather. <laughs> What's that? What do you mean? Oh yeah, it's a nine. That's a nine. It's always the same, Pete. It's always the oh, same. Nine. All right, okay. Oh, I, I mean, they're all pretty high. I, I maintain. He says I maintain a big box of wires that I can never throw out. Do you still do that? Uh, no, I'm, I'm quite ruthless with my wires these days, but I still have a, a huge EU mountain of wires still there. Let's give that a six. Mm, okay. And the final one is he was devastated when the Australian version of Maplin's, called Dick Smith's, closed down because it was a, re- a great place to go shopping. Dick Smith's. Oh, so that's why the battery brand Dick Smith's. We I guess got so. It must be yeah. recently. That must be it. Yeah. I nice. think you were devastated when Maplin's closed down. I think you don't want to be too coy about this. I think that to me that's a solid seven. Yeah, I'd say. Although I right now I don't think I'd live near a Maplin's, but when I lived in Central London, it was a real. If you needed something fixed and you needed it fixed now, um, it's a real mist of the high street, to be quite frank. However expensive all this stuff was. Well, all that all that considered, um, it means that our Australian listener and friend James Harmer. Mm. Um, has come back with a solid 80% peak Donaldson rate. He got 80 out of 99, <laughs> which gives him a mark of just over 80%. He is probably someone with the highest claim to be the Australian version of you. I've never seen a picture of him. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what job mm. he has. I don't know how successful he is in his life. But on those parameters alone, he is 80.5% if you. If we, if we ever need um, someone to cover for me, when I'm on holiday, yep. Yep. or we could have um, the Pete and Pete show. Um, That'd be amazing. Pete Squared. Pete Squared. That'd be fantastic, <laughs> wouldn't it? 
just be yeah. incredible to listen to that but thank you very much to James <laughs> for taking the time to email that in yeah. right Peter that's pretty much all I've got unless you've got anything else you want to talk about I'm done I'm I'm, I'm pretty much done I'm spent I'm, I'm, I'm cleared out I'm, I'm getting ready for a weekend of fun hijinks and uh, I would very much uh, like your review of the pub on Monday I will give you that no right. problem so we both feel like we've had our conversational enemas and there's nothing left to give um, we are <laughs> empty we are yeah. conversationally empty. Some would say that's been happening for years, but that would be yeah. rude. Uh, thank you very much for sticking with us uh, throughout this day's uh, Thursday's episode of the Luke and Pete Show. We'll be back on Monday for more of this nonsense. Do check out all of uh, producer Natalie's fine work over on Instagram and Twitter at Luke and Pete Show. Email us hello at Luke and Pete Show as well, and we will bloody very much bloody look forward to hearing bloody from you again Lincoln. and speaking to you again next week. But chiefly going to the pub and we'll report back on that next week as well say goodbye Pete Donaldson goodbye it's goodbye from me as well this was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network 